Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It is a Wednesday. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Humble's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Of course, going to get to more football talk today as the Nittany Lions officially turning the page to Ball State. 3.30 on Saturday here on WKOK. Kickoff at, or tailgate show at 2, I should say. But men's basketball, the Big Ten has finally released the schedule. And the Nittany Lions are going to open up Sunday, December 5th against Ohio State at Bryce Jordan Center. We don't know times or network affiliations yet, but we at least know when and where. Then Penn State will go to Michigan State Saturday the 11th, home against Indiana on Sunday, January 2nd. January 5th, they're at Northwestern. Purdue at home, Rutgers at home, then at Ohio State, January 16th. Minnesota comes to town on the 19th, January 22nd at Iowa, and then at Indiana. Actually, Iowa, they have two of, they'll play two games against Iowa in nine days. They're at Iowa on the 22nd, then they have Indiana on the road, and then home against Iowa to close out January. Then February looks like this. At Wisconsin, day before the Super Bowl, Michigan at home at Minnesota versus Michigan State at Maryland versus Northwestern versus Nebraska. That's February. And then the last two games in March at Illinois at Rutgers. And then the Big Ten tourney begins March 9th. So there you have it. Ohio State coming to town to kick things off. That should be a lot of fun for the men's basketball season women's basketball schedule also did get announced as well but that's the men's portion and of course we'll be your home once again here on WKOK WKOK.com and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app but now we go to the football and a lot of interesting comments yesterday from Rich Scarcella which I agree with starting with is there a concern about the defense playing 95 plays and being ready to go for this week against Ball State? 
And I agree with Rich in the fact that I'm not overly concerned about it because, one, you're coming home, and it's the home opener, so you're already just going to have that adrenaline to begin with. And two, let's say if this were another Big Ten opponent or any Power 5 school coming in, really, then I might be a little more concerned. But Penn State also is the beneficiary now of four straight home games they're starting off here. And three of the four are not Power 5 schools. It's Ball State, Auburn, and Villanova. Sorry. And then Indiana is the home game. Right. So, yeah. So, two of the four are not are not um, Power 5 schools. So, I think Penn State will be able to take advantage of that. Now, as far as the trap game thing goes... Schedule-wise, it is because you squeeze Ball State in there between the season opener at Wisconsin, a Big Ten rival. Then you got the national game with Auburn at home for the whiteout the week after. But because it's the home opener and because of the circumstances with COVID having, having played in front of a, a full crowd, we'll see if it is actually a full crowd, but I'm sure it'll be a good amount of people there. I don't know if they'll reach 107,000, but I'm sure they'll be high so because of that I don't think that's going to happen I don't think they're going to play down to their opponent and consider this too Penn State we talked about the confidence factor now that Penn State can have going forward after a win like that against Wisconsin you don't want to squander any opportunity you you've just made for yourself now by beating that type of opponent and giving yourself a leg up in the Big Ten standings right now and just in in the Big in Big Ten play in general. If I'm James Franklin, you can't squander that opportunity. I know we won't do that, Steve. What's he not gonna do? Just I'm just kind of reviewing some I I found a lot doing of Fritz Carcella's comments interesting yesterday just on the Ball State game, the 95 plays, the trap game thing. I agree with what you guys said yesterday. I don't think it's oh, a trap, trap game and I don't I'm not concerned about the defense playing 95 plays getting ready for the next game. I've never been a believer in trap games, so never. Yes, I'm aware. Well, I just I, just, I think it's you know, it's just a some make-believe thing. I it's just Somebody came up with something in the land of make believe, and it's a trap game. Um, it's the only game you're playing, man. <laughs> it's like that's all you got. You know, I just I, I've never been a believer in it, and still I'm not a believer. To be honest with you, still not. Um, you know, and people say, yeah, it, you know, say something goes doesn't go right for them on Saturday. I told you it was a trap game, or either that or the other team played better. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm not, never have been. But, so you're saying James Franklin what? Say that again? I didn't quite. Well, I'm saying James Franklin is going to make sure they're ready to play this game. Well, look, if you want to be something. He's very good at, at that is what I'm saying. He's very good at keeping the motivation going, which I don't think you need this game because 
if this weren't the home opener, maybe it might be a different story for me. But because it is the home opener, uh, trap game is thrown out the window for me. Again, I just don't believe in trap games. <laughs> I just don't. I just think that whomever's better that day wins. Um, you know. I, I just I, I think we come up with stuff in sports, and we just take, don't take into account that on a particular day somebody's better. So it's up to you to make sure that you're better than the other person. Now, do you have more personnel, better personnel? Yeah, you do. But it's not like the other guy can't play. The other guy can play, especially this team. I mean, you know, it's, I think you know. I go, I talk about this all the time, but I'll I'll bring this up again. Uh, is that you know about the ability to play with the lead? If you know, if you've got to get to the lead in a game like this. I brought this up about Wisconsin, especially in their style of play, how important that is. But I think getting to the lead in this game is important. No, it's getting off to a good start. Okay? And you get a quarter and a half in, and you, t- and you, and you have the ability to tell Ball State, hey, look, uh, you're in the big leagues now. Uh, you're going to have to play uphill. Your running game is now out of the game. I took it out of the game. Conversely, you go through a quarter and a half, Ball State's winning or they're right there, whatever, and they're gaining in confidence as the game goes. I, I, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's, you're facing a team that won its conference last year, went 7 and 1, won its bowl game, which they hadn't done in forever. You know, they didn't play, you know, the greatest opponent in the week, opening week. And, you know, they played – I watched I have watched the tape. They played okay. But they have a lot of veterans that have been there. They've got, you know, they got nine sixty-year year what they call super seniors all over the place playing on this team. So, I mean, they've been there. They kept the group together. And – Well, I am – I think a bigger factor for Penn State is in getting ready for this game. You went just went through a tough, hard, fought, physical, both physically and emotionally draining game, where your defense had to play ninety-five plays in the game, and now, Matt, that that's a factor. You know how do you you know how do you handle your personnel in a game like this? That's a big factor. How do you handle a practice during the week where not every player, okay, when we talk about 95 plays, not every player was out there for 95 plays. Devon Ellis did not play 95 plays. P.J. Mustafer did not play 95. All right. Uh, I think I've got the number of plays here. See, to me, that's a much bigger factor than the, than the, you know, the, the, fantasy, the fantasy world of trap games. Um. In terms of how this shakes out this time, I agree. You believe in trap games. Depending on the circumstance. Like I said, I I don't believe it this time around for Penn State. If this game were squished later in the year, maybe, then maybe I I would lean that way. But I don't lean that way because it's the home opener and you haven't played in front of your home crowd in two years. And that in itself is... Is there and plus, as I as I mentioned before, right before you jumped on, Penn State has put themselves in such a great position that I think that's the message from James Franklin this week. 
let's keep ourselves in that position. And don't put ourselves in that trap of playing down to an opponent. So you're a big believer in playing down to people. I think that can be a factor, yes. Only because I've seen it happen before. So in other words, the other team isn't good enough to compete. Well, I think they're good enough to compete. It's just, but it's just that you you you, you just said it. You, they Penn State has the much better personnel. Yeah. So if you, so there's that there's I guess the the mindset maybe not from the football players but from the outside looking in let's just say that Penn State should win this game comfortably. Rich Garcella said it himself yesterday. He thinks Penn State probably wins this game comfortably, and I agree. Yeah, because they I should know. win I... this game comfortably when you when you put yeah. it on paper. But will they do it? We'll find out. See, I don't overreact to, as you know, I don't overreact to opening games. I mean, have I sit here and go, "Wow, what a team! They're awesome, incredible." Have, have I done that this week? You have not. No. No, because I've been your saving every... heel self. Although you I did mean, say about, you know, because of the way the circumstances were this year, it's a little bit more of an impressive win. But yeah, you've been your same old even keel self as I expected you to be. I mean, there's a reason for that because uh, uh, the one area where uh, that does come into play is this. Right? So I will concede you this point. Um,. When you are sitting there and you're looking at veteran players, you can look at veteran players and they understand the value of each and every game. Your veteran players had to go to Minnesota undefeated and not win. Your veteran players got off to a tough start last year. Your younger players, right? What you have to do as a coach is you got to let them know that last week's done. You need this week badly, uh, and you've got to be able to um, uh, you have to be able to have them look at it and understand that okay, we're done with that. Now we got to go to the next one. Sometimes it's more difficult for younger players to grasp that. In other words, the old "we can just show up and win" deal. And you know, so that's why coaches will emphasize: you need to put in the extra time on your tape. Need to put in an extra time on the jugs gun. Need to put. You have to throw that into every single week of your preparation to get ready, no matter what. Now I'm older. I don't play. All right but I do do a job that's on a week-by-week basis. And people will say to me, oh, you must be so excited for whatever game. And I'll say, I'm only excited about this week's game. Right? In other words, Penn State's playing Auburn next week. Um, how much time have I put in on Auburn this week? Well, Zipola. Right, because they're only playing Ball State. And I put in exactly the same preparation for Ball State as they did Wisconsin. I'm going to put in exactly the same preparation next week for Auburn as I put into Ball State. There's no difference. 
Now, I'm older. I'm a professional. I've understood over time that you cannot just sit there and go, well, they're only playing X. And all of a sudden you look around, and I've tried to tell my class this over and over again. I said, I said I'll give you a classic example. Um, years ago, Bucknell had an okay team. This is like, and Penn State was not very good. And Penn State was, I want to say it was like the 2005, six season, whatever. Mike Walker hit a three pointer at the buzzer to win. All right. At the buzzer. It was from the right wing, near wing, going to the basket to my right. And Mike Walker hit a three pointer right at the buzzer to win the game. Penn State beat Bucknell by three. All right. And the bottom line is, is that I said, I said, I was prepared for anything. I was prepared for it to be a blowout. I was prepared for it to go to the last shot. I said, because I prepare, prepare every game as a blowout or the last shot. There's no difference. Just because it wasn't Ohio State, it was Bucknell, it turned out that that game went to the last shot. Then Ohio State, you know, like uh, let's take two years ago, Ohio State came in here, Ohio State's ranked, Penn State's ranked, the whole thing. Penn State blew them out by 24 points. You never know what game you're going to get. You just never know. And that's why I always talk about every game takes on its own personality. But again, I'm an older guy who has seen all this. And I've lived all of it. So I do know every game takes on its own personality. I do know that every game can go to the last minute. I do know that every game has the chance to be a blowout. That's because I've experienced it. It's convincing young people of that. I think that's well said because that is, when it comes to these types of games, that's exactly the biggest hurdle. So I think that is spot on. All right, we'll take a break. Great to have you with us today. Uh, By the way, Bill Hillgrove joins us on the show tomorrow. Looking forward to talking to him. Um, I know he mentioned, he said, would the suit also be on? I said, no. I think that, isn't that the point where he said yes to doing the show? Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Uh, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Would that have been better, Matt, if I yelled out, he saw what I saw? Just asking. Eh, maybe. Hey, I hate to steal from the award winners. <laughs> Today's show. S-U-I-T. That spells suit. I think you're cruel. I do. <laughs> Come on back. I've got my Silver Sour Award. <laughs> All right. Uh, today's show is uh, brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Humble's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. It is all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, Google Pay Apple Wallet. Uh, 
That's where you download your tickets to. Make you know, and once you get used to it, it's going to be. Um, it'll, it'll work out well. The NFL's been using this. Wisconsin used it. And once you get used to it, it's just something new. But once you get used to it, okay, there's going to be you know resolution booths around the stadium to help out with so forth. Um, and those resolution booths, by the way, in case you you get stuck and you need a printed ticket, I believe the resolution books booths will be there to help you do it. So, so I hope you can. But, you know, this will work out fine. Easy for me to say because I don't need a ticket to get in, obviously. Um, but uh, I think once everybody gets used to it, it'll be cool. Uh, so, yeah, the interesting, the basketball schedule, by the way, is completely out. Here's the men's basketball schedule. For Penn State. What's interesting about this are several things. Number one, imagine my shock and surprise where I saw that Penn State actually opens the season at home. There may be heads rolling in the Big Ten office because that's not supposed to happen. But it did. First time, first time ever since they have gone to this format five years ago of playing two games in December. Penn State has always played the first game on the road. Not this time. They're going to play Ohio State at home on Sunday the 5th of December. Uh, which is great. It's the day after the Big Ten football championship game. That's great. And then they play their first road Big Ten game at Michigan State on Saturday the 11th. And for me, that's great only because on the 12th I've got the State College quarterback banquet. So that's great. Then when they get to January, they actually they only play one Saturday game at home. The whole the whole Big Ten season won. And that that's the only part that's disappointing to me. Because Saturday's the day that for whatever reason or reasons, that's the day Penn State has the ability to draw in basketball. It's a it's amazing that the traditional like let's take hockey. Hockey is a Thursday Friday sport. Uh, my apologies, I'm sorry. Hockey is a traditional Friday-Saturday sport. Friday-Saturday, Friday-Saturday. It's always a two-gamer, Friday-Saturday. Every once in a while, Penn State has had to play games in the middle of the week. On Saturday, on Friday and Saturday, every ticket that is bought, almost every one of them is used. If they play on a Tuesday or Wednesday, which once in a great while they've done, every ticket is bought, not every ticket is used, not even close. It's not even close. So even something that's sold out, you still have people that, that, you know, because the day of the week is not right, it's more difficult for them to get there. The tickets aren't used, even though they're sold. But there are certain traditions like that. Friday, Saturday, hockey. Wrestling is Friday, Sunday. Women's volleyball is Friday, Saturday. Now they've got some Wednesdays in there. And men's basketball... And I think part of it's the football mentality here, but having a Saturday home game makes a big deal to Penn State fans. It makes them easier to think about going to a basketball game after a football season. Okay, that's 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 fine. I got it. They only have one, and it's when the students aren't here. Or the students are just getting back. So they play Sunday the 2nd against Indiana at home. 
Wednesday the 5th at Northwestern. I think Matt's writing these down. Wednesday means he's on the road. Saturday the 8th at Purdue. Or excuse me, Saturday the 8th at home with Purdue. Saturday the 8th at home with Purdue. That's the only Saturday one. Tuesday, home with Rutgers the 11th. January 16th, Sunday at Ohio State. So I don't miss any time there, Matt. Hey, I went through it already, actually. Good. Wednesday the 19th, <laughs> home with Minnesota. How many days do I miss where I got to do the show on the road? Uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I know it's going to be a lot. I thought you went through this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, Saturday the 22nd in Iowa. Uh, Wednesday the 26th at Indiana. Monday the 31st with Iowa. Saturday the February 5th at Wisconsin. Tuesday the 8th of February, home Michigan. Saturday the 12th of February at Minnesota. Tuesday the 15th, Michigan State at home. Monday, the 21st of February, at Maryland. Friday, the 25th of February, home with Northwestern. Monday, the 28th of February, home with Nebraska. Then Thursday, the 3rd, at Illinois, followed up by Sunday, the 6th, at Rutgers. So we think, Matt. How many have we got? I'd have to do the show on the road. One, two... Two, three, three, four. I got four. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought. Oh, well, five, because we get that game at UMass on Monday the 15th right. of November. November, so it's five. That one I'll have to do on the. I'll do this game on Saturday and then I'll hit hit the road on Sunday. Go up there. I don't you know. I don't know what the travel situation is. I don't know if we have to if they're busing. If they bus, I'll just drive. I already know that my brother, the king will the king already says he's going to the game. That's right. Probably have my son Dan probably wants to go to the game too. Yeah, but all the other ones, Saturdays, Sundays, it's not bad. You know, I mean, that part worked out. Why the timing of the schedule worked out great. As of right now, the only two games I would miss, and technically it's only one game, but I'd have to miss both games. That tournament in Florida I can't do. They play on a Friday night, which technically I could do, but they're at Michigan State the next day, so there's no way I can do the other one. Right. That, that tournament's the only one I miss. That's not bad either. No, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all because you look at Penn State home football. They're home on the 13th, and then my game next up. So they play the 10th, they play the 15th. No big deal. They play in the 20th at home. I'm home on Thursday, home on Monday. The next week is at Michigan State. So I, you know, even though I could do the game Friday night, I won't. Because, you know, then you got to scramble and get yourself to East Lansing the next day. And then, of course, the next one. Then everything else is like, boom. Even if they play in the Big Ten championship game, it's Sunday at home. I'll be back by then. 
Quarterback club banquets the day after the Michigan State game, no big deal. I mean, if you're talking about a bowl game, you say right now they're in a January 1 game or whatever, maybe. Yeah, you're in good shape there. Yeah. Yeah, the spreads were good. Really good. Not bad. There you go. Now, I'm sure this is a no, but... Two games against Iowa in nine days. That stand out to you at all? No. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. It just that's just an anomaly when you're playing a team. That that doesn't. I mean, what's the date of those games? Uh, January twenty second and the, and thirty first, with a trip to Indiana mixed in. That might be, yeah. That does. I don't really think twice about that. Um, ah, just curious. Lot, yeah, a lot of times. Let's see. What do you got? You got Indiana, Northwestern, Purdue. Um, no, I. Just, at some point, the schedule does have to turn around. Although you notice they don't play Illinois until the end. They don't play Nebraska till the end. Northwestern spread out by two months. Maryland, Maryland doesn't come here. So that, that, that stuff like that bothers me more than anything else. You know, Penn State should be playing Maryland home and away every year. You know, it bothers. I know it bothers Dick, but I think you know because when you get your home and aways, I think sometimes it's hard, Matt, to separate your home and aways. Dramatically, you can separate most of them. But you can't separate all of them. How about right. that? It used to be that you would play a schedule where you'd let's say you start with Indiana, and then you go through and you get to the middle, and then you get some of your one plays, and then your first game in the next cycle down the stretch is instead of playing home in Indiana, you're at Indiana. That's why it used to be. But I think now with 20 games, they're just trying to do whatever they can to fit things in, Matt. I think that's a big big part of it. Can we fit everything in? Yeah, I can understand that. You know, I, I, you know so every once in a while, you, I think that what they're trying to avoid is back-to-back. You're trying to avoid back-to-back games. But then again, you raise a good point exactly then. Why, if you're trying to squeeze all them in, why wouldn't you prioritize home-and-away games with teams that are in the conference that are closer to you geographically. So your um, point is exactly it makes well, perfect sense. Yeah, I think if you're trying to develop something, you do that. Um, in terms of like how close people are, yeah, geographically I agree with you. They should be playing Maryland Rutgers every year, home and away. Basketball doesn't do that, though. They rotate you. So suddenly, you know, you, know, you rotate from being a home and away to being a one-play. Okay, that's how they rotate. And there's a certain rotation that they do. Uh, It's specific to the 20-game season. Uh, But uh, with 20 games, it's hard to do. And to be honest with you, Matt, it's the way the travel is now. You know, for example, you play Rutgers, all right? So you're playing a game at Rutgers. I think that's the last game, right? Yeah. Sunday the 6th. Now, that is under how Penn State does its business. That's a four-hour bus trip. Okay. So let's go back to Iowa. Iowa's the 22nd. 
that's an hour and 45 minute plane trip. <laughs> and it's about an hour and 30 minutes on the way back. Right. It's odd, even though you're geographically closer to Rutgers, right? The Iowa trip's a quicker trip. But because you're not, but because you are flying, chartering, and not busing, okay, if you're busing, you're saving money because you're not paying for the charter. Time-wise, it takes more time to do. That's just how it is. That's exactly right. right. It's just just the way it is. Now, like, let's take, for example, Illinois. All right, Illinois, they're centrally located in the conference. See, Penn State is not. So you're centrally located in the conference. So you are now busing to Indiana a couple hours. You're busing to Purdue a couple of hours. You're busing to Northwestern eh, about two and a half hours. Uh, you're probably busing to I don't know if you bus to Wisconsin. I think you'd fly to Wisconsin. I'm saying that they would do that. Uh, Ohio State would bus to Indiana. They'd bus to Michigan. They might bus to Michigan State. They'd fly here. Ohio State flies here. Okay. Um, so, but there's certainly, you know, it depends on where you're located as to how you do it. Nebraska has to fly everywhere. And there's no other, like Wisconsin will bus over to Minneapolis. I was talking to Eric Wilson today, a quarterback club, and he was talking about how cool it was for his family to make the trip in to see him play at Madison because they're from Wisconsin. So it just depends on where you are. Michigan State busts certain places. Michigan State will bust to Michigan. Uh, certain teams bust to the Big Ten tournament, Matt. Uh, In that part of the country, I can understand that. Yeah, Northwestern, Illinois, Purdue, Indiana. I think Michigan and Michigan State bust as well, I think. Oh, okay. Ohio State might as well because it's only like a four-hour bus trip for them. Ohio State, Columbus is a lot closer to Indianapolis than people realize. Yeah, no, that's I, true. I believe Columbus might be closer than Indianapolis is to here. You might be right about that. Yeah. Um, so uh, so a lot of it just depends on where you're located. It just turns out where Penn State's located, is it easier to get to Maryland or Rutgers? Of course it is. Ohio State actually is a little further out. So even when Penn State plays at Ohio State, Penn State will fly. Penn State doesn't. The only two in the conference Penn State buses to are Maryland and Rutgers. That includes football, too. Football buses to Maryland. Football buses to Rutgers when they play at Rutgers. So it's, it's pretty standard across the board. But it's interesting. A plane trip going out to Iowa is a, actually a shorter trip than busing to Rutgers because it just takes a while to bus. But it's cheaper. It saves money. So I don't know what they want to do with UMass and... Uh, DCU yet. I don't know if, if those are fly trips or bus trips. Either way, I'll figure out a way to get there. I don't worry about such things. Now, am I driving to Iowa? Well, I'm kind of worried about that. I'd have to I'd be doing the show on a cell phone on the road. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pulling what what uh, Brian Hoke did for the Yankees reporter for MLB.com. Did you see that? No. His flight got canceled from Yankee Stadium because of the weather there, and he right. drove 16 and a half hours straight to the Field of Dreams game. 
And he made it in oh, time. Wow. And he, he made like him. a whole Twitter thing about it. He was posting videos and updates. He was calling into the sports stations and stuff. It was kind of fun to watch. But anyway, hopefully you won't I mean, have I to could, do that. Yeah, I could text him. Hey, good news. I'm in Dubuque. <laughs> All right. Um, tomorrow's our high school football roundtable. I assume we'll have the Chief tomorrow. Yes, everybody's calling in tomorrow. Chief, Steve Briggs for the Seals Grove game, and um, Greg, Greg Wetzel, of course, for Lewisburg. By the way, this was in a little while ago. Seals Grove, Shemokin now Saturday at 1 because of the light issue at Kemp Memorial Stadium. Light issue? Yes, they haven't, the, the lights haven't been working there since the start of the season. Why, I don't know. It's an older stadium, but... They've done many different renovations to it lately. I don't know why they can't get it fixed, but yeah. So it's now Saturday at one. Seals Grove at Chamokin. Um Everybody else is still Friday night. They paid the bill, right? As far as I'm aware, <laughs> I think it's a mechanical issue with the lighting. Well, all I know is that you know, it's it's the first thing Roger always asks the suit on every issue. All right, you paid the bill, right, Kev? No good! No good! No good! I mean, this management thing brings with a responsibility. All right, back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I do believe um, in trap games if you're sending mixed messages, if you're inconsistent in your approach. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's subtle things. It's little subtle things that you say in the press conference that the fans and the players pick up on, that your staff picks up on. It's subtle things about your demeanor and your approach out at practice. Uh, whether it's a conference game or out of conference game, whether it's on the road or, or, or whatever, ranked opponent or not. It's subtle things that people pick up on. So, you know, I, I try to, uh, you know, make sure that we don't do that. That part I believe in. In other words, if the if you're in a program, and I'll go back to something, you, this is 2016. Penn State beat Ohio State at Beaver Stadium. I opened the next pregame show with James Franklin for the Purdue game. And I asked him, I said, James, is this where the one and O mentality that you preach every week actually does come into play more than any other time? Because, again, every entity is one you have to win. If you're taking the same approach every week... 
and you're trying to get better every week and that's the approach every week instead of from the top having an attitude like hey we got it made that's trouble